Hello, and welcome back to Tea with Tracy, coming to you live every Tuesday at 12, spilling relevant tips, trends, and talk in all things real estate and home ownership related. Today, we're continuing on with our environmental series on the topic of mold. Before I get into introducing my guest speaker today, I just want to remind you that if you haven't entered to win, I have a giveaway going on currently. If you want to win a $25 gift certificate to use at 313 Pizza Bar in downtown Lake Orion, be sure to like the post and follow the instructions to be entered to win. So for today, we're continuing on, as I mentioned, with our environmental series. The topic is mold. And joining me today is licensed builder, certified certified mold inspector and certified mold remediator, Jake Barrington of Attic Pros. Without further ado, let's get Jake on to join us. Hi, Jake. Hey, Tracy. How are you? Great. How are you? Good. Good to see you. But I wanted to thank you for joining us today. We're going to be talking about mold. Um, We've been doing this environmental series. I started last week talking about some of the environmental issues that can come up in a home, um, in your own home, or a home that you are interested in purchasing during a home inspection. And one very common uh, piece that we, you know, that we run into is mold in the attic. And it scares some buyers, but I, I think that it's just a matter of educating them. Um, and once they understand, um, you know, what mold is and what you can do when you find mold, I think that uh, will give some, some peace of mind. So... Can you just give us a little bit of a background? What is, when we say there's mold in the attic, you know, we, we heard for a while, oh, there's like scary mold, mold is dangerous, but what what is mold? So mold itself is a, a fungi and its place in the environment is to recycle organic material and deliver that energy back to the earth so it can be repurposed into something else. When we find it in our attic spaces, it's, it's caused by excess moisture that gets up there that allows it to grow. Um, as far as it being something to walk away from a deal over, that's not the case. But um, mold's place in the environment is just to recycle. It doesn't know that we're actively using our roof systems, you know, to protect our homes and keep us nice and dry. So, so when we find mold in the attic, what is typically what is typically the cause of that? So the cause for mold in the attic is the same cause as mold everywhere else. It's always excess moisture, which uh, provides the food source needed for that mold to actually spore off and grow. Okay. And so when, when there's excess moisture, what are some of the causes in a home that would, that would cause that excess moisture in the attic? So the main cause of excess moisture is overhumidification in the winter months. Um, Unfortunately, with humidifiers on furnaces, most of them have a range that goes anywhere from 20 to 70. And a lot of people just set that and they take it as that's the percentage that their humidity will be at. Unfortunately, that's not the case. A lot of times those are just dummy valves that send water through a filter and it pulls moisture into the living space that way. The best thing to do is get relative humidity sensors and put them around your home. Really in the winter months, you don't want to go above 30, 35% humidity, relative humidity, Otherwise, you're going to introduce too much moisture, and because our houses are built so nice now and they're airtight, they seal all these exterior gaps, but they forget to seal the attic itself. So they end up creating a funnel for all this moisture to rise with convection into the attic space, and and that's really the starting for mold growth in the attic itself. Okay, so we're taking the moisture throughout the home and basically venting it or dumping it up into the attic, and then it's getting trapped there? Yep, that's correct. Okay. 
it's trapped there uh, if the intake and exhaust ventilation system are, are not, you know, up to code the way they should be. There's uh, numerous issues that can create that. And normally it's the shortcomings of multiple contractors who, whether it's a roofer, a siding contractor, the insulation contractor, there's a lot of different people that can make mistakes that can compromise the integrity of the attic. Okay. So when, when we, when we're doing a home inspection and we come across mold and like we just had one recently, right? And you actually, you came out after the, after the home inspection when the, the home inspector says that he suspects that there's mold uh, because unless you are a certified mold inspector, you can't actually say yes or no, this is mold, correct? You have to be, you have, there's, there's training and you have to be certified specifically in mold to be able to identify and um, note that there is mold in, a, in an attic. That's correct. Uh, a lot of times with inspectors, they will skirt actually saying that there's mold because they don't want the liability in case it is or isn't. So a lot of times in inspection reports, it'll say organic growth or suspected <laughs> microbial growth. They won't actually come out and say the M word. Sure, sure. And if they say that there is that suspected growth, then at that point, that's where we can bring you in as a certified mold inspector and you can confirm whether or not it is mold and what can be done to take care of it. Because it's not, oh, there's mold, I need to run from this house, right? Like it can be remediated. No, no, not at all. Yeah, on almost every single home we go into, the attic can be returned to a spot where there's absolutely no mold in the attic. So as far as crashing a deal over it or you know walking away from a house, it's not one of those things where it's like, oh my God, this is detrimental and this can't be fixed, it can. It's all repairable. It's just, you know, you got to have the right person come out who understands the building science, who can tell you why it occurred and the remedy needed to fix it. Right. Absolutely. And so when you come in, what are some of the typical fixes that you find need to happen to remedy an issue with mold in the attic? So the number one issue is always going to be moisture itself, preventing the moisture from getting in the attic space. And about 80% of the moisture that gets into those attic spaces goes through what's called ceiling attic penetrations. So that's your interior and your exterior top plates, the top of every single wall. All your wiring is run through those, and they drill half-inch holes to plumb those wires down through. Any sort of smoke detector, ceiling fixture, recessed light bath fan, all of these are openings where hot, moist air can rise into the attic and, you know, deliver that moisture in a vapor state. And in the cooler months, once it hits the cold roof decking, because humidity and temperature work in inverse of each other, it condensates. And that gives you your fertile breeding ground for mold. Okay. So what you do is you go in and you seal those areas so that that moisture cannot come up into the attic. Exactly. We'll go over those and we'll seal that off with closed cell foam so we can lock in that moisture. Now, like I was saying, that only takes care of about 80% of the moisture that's delivered to the attic. The other 20% permeates right through the drywall, and that's where you need to take further steps. So making sure that the intake and exhaust ventilation system meets code. That way you have enough airflow moving through so you can evaporate any excess moisture that is delivered to the attic. And then beyond that, there's other things that need to be done, whether it's installing baffles in between the trusses and clearing the soffit of insulation. Um, if there's any bath fans that have been vented into the attic, occasionally now we're finding makeup air ducts that are delivering hot, moist air. And, and those are designed to just bring in fresh air for the furnaces so they can meet their combustion rating. But um, pretty much anything that's delivering moisture, that hot air to the attic, we want to isolate that and increase the exhaust and the intake ventilation so we have enough airflow moving through. Okay. And those bathroom, those bathroom vents, that's something that we find a lot because 
the building code has changed over the years. And it used to be that those, it was fine for those to be vented up into the attic, but as we're seeing, that causes problems, and those do need to be vented out through the roof. Yeah, the main thing with the bathroom fans, which a lot of guys that do my kind of work will put unjust blame onto the bath fans. They'll say, oh, yeah, you know, your bath fan here, that created the whole issue of mold in the attic. And it's just not the case. Usually with a bath fan, you'll see maybe a one to a three foot square of mold. Whereas if you have mold throughout the entire attic, you know you have a much larger moisture issue than just a bath fan. Right. Absolutely. So it, it sounds like having your, you can have your attic inspected. If you are concerned with mold at all, whether you, you know, are not planning to move or you are planning to make a move, you can have your attic inspected and just make sure even in advance of listing your home or while you're living in your home to make sure that you're removing that. Even though um, I believe most of the, is, am I accurate in saying that most of the mold that we find in the attic is non-toxic? So it's not toxic in the traditional sense. Really, the bad ones that you hear about on the news are rhesus and stachybotrys. Those are the ones where you hear the news say, you have toxic black mold. Those are the ones where if I ever find that in a home, you know, we're kicking you out of the house that day. We're not going <laughs> to stay. Honestly, most of the, the mold that you find in the attics that tend to grow are the same molds that occur outdoors. And in lower concentrations, for the vast majority of the population, you're never going to have an issue with it unless you're an immunocompromised person. Okay, but in somebody who is immunocompromised, even if there is mold found in a home, it can be remediated so that all elements of mold are, are removed? Yeah, so if there's ever any issue like that where someone is mold sensitive to a particular species of mold, they can have it tested and find out exactly what that concentration is. But as far as losing a deal out, especially with attics where we mainly deal, um, all the airflow in the house is naturally moving up. So your chances of cross-contamination of an, a mold from an attic making its way back into the house are extremely low. Unless you're putting a negative or a positive pressure forcing those spores into the home, you know, spores just ride with air current. So there's no way for them to penetrate unless we make them penetrate the living space. Okay. Which, of course, you would not do. <laughs> not knowingly. No. <laughs> So it, it almost sounds like, you know, I, I've spoken with many buyers over the years. And as I mentioned at the beginning, so many are afraid of mold. There are some that will even walk away from a home or will say, oh, if, if a home has mold, I'm not moving forward with it. Um, but it's because they have in their head, it's that toxic black mold, like very scary stuff. Whereas what I have found over the years is that having an expert come in that can identify and then not only remediate the existing mold, but then put in a solution that prevents the mold from growing back, you're actually almost better off having found that mold during the inspection process than never even having it inspected or checked in the first place. Uh, yeah, 100%. And honestly, you know, that's just to show that an inspector is actually doing their job and earning their money. Because if they can protect a homeowner from having to discover that mold later on, you know, that's just a value for them right there. And the steps that we do to remediate mold not only solve that issue from being a reoccurrence in the future, but it, it also will save energy on the home over time. You know, by having an attic properly ventilated, it's going to stop. 40, 150 degrees. So if you have airflow moving through there, it's going to exhaust that heat to make the living space more comfortable, let the insulation be more efficient. 
And then when we air seal, you know, like I was saying, those penetrations, when they're sealed off, it blocks 80% of the moisture that gets into the attic, but it's also blocking the airflow that would be transferring that moisture into the attic. So you're saving energy on that front too. See, so there's benefits all around, not just the removal and prevention of mold. Um, is there anything else that you would like a homeowner to know or a, a home purchaser to know or understand about mold that's found in the attic? The main thing is stressing the overall remediation steps because there's a lot of companies that will go around and they will advertise to, you know, clean and sanitize mold or remove mold from attics. But that's really just the basic steps. A lot of them will advertise that as remediation. But what remediation actually means is to completely abolish the problem that created it in the first place. Right. So if you have a company that comes in and they say, oh, yeah, we'll kill off the mold, we'll clean and sanitize it and fog the attic with the antimicrobial that's fine, but that's only step one. You know, right. it's not going to follow through and control the moisture that created it to begin with. And then again, go through the intake and exhaust ventilation to make sure it meets the minimum standards set by code. There's just, it's, it's shortchanging the homeowner at that point, because essentially what these guys are doing is they're going in cleaning and sanitizing. And if they're any good at their job, they know that that mold's going to be back as soon as winter hits because they're not controlling that moisture. So right. if anything, well, they're just ensuring business for them in the future. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's something, too, is that, you know, a company like yours with Attic Pros is that you do come in and you do the full project. So from remediating to ensuring that that mold is not going to come back. And that's something that over the years I've seen with some, you know, with some other companies where they're not, um, like you said, they're coming in and remediating, but they said that they don't take care of what needs to be done as far as venting or sealing um, to prevent it from happening. So it's very important if you are, um, if you're a homeowner or you're going through the home purchase process that you are using a certified mold remediator that will take care of the entire process from the very beginning through to the very end and guaranteeing that process. So yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Jake. I appreciate you you being on with us. And um, thank you all for tuning in, whether live or on the replay. Uh, next week, we will be continuing on with the environmental series. We'll be talking about well, septic, and water quality. So thank you all for joining. Thank you again, Jake. And we'll see you all next Tuesday at 12 on Tea with Tracy. Have a good day. Thanks, you too.